Welcome to this week's podcast of Musings of a Methodist Pastor. My name is Denise Robinson, and I am the pastor at Irvington United Methodist Church in Indianapolis, Indiana. On this podcast, I want to spend a few minutes discussing something that came up in a movie I watched last evening. The movie was The Two Popes, and it is available on Netflix. In the movie, there's a scene between the two primary actors where Pope Benedict, played by Anthony Hopkins, comments to Cardinal Bergoglio, played by Jonathan Price, that he no longer feels God's presence or hears God's voice. Hopkins does a more than credible job allowing the pain of that admission to seep into his voice as he says, I cannot feel the presence of God. I do not hear his voice. Do you understand me? Benedict, as Pope of the Church, would certainly be expected to have a deep and abiding personal relationship with God, but here he is admitting that while he has felt God's presence with him and heard God's voice in the past, God now feels absent from him, and it seems that God has gone silent. The dialogue continues with Benedict admitting, you know, the hardest thing is to listen, to hear his voice, God's voice. Those words express a somber moment of loneliness and pain. St. John of the Cross wrote a book entitled Dark Night of the Soul. In it, St. John describes how as we seek to deepen our faith journey, we invariably come to a time, even periods of time, when it seems we are stuck in a spiritual winter. All of life seems to be dead or sleeping, and we are not sure when or even if the earth will reawaken. It seems that early in our faith journey, we sought signs from God and received them. We longed to feel God's presence, and it was there. God was there. We asked for spiritual enlightenment, and God granted us discernment and insight. St. John, though, reminds us that when we are at the beginning of faith and we have these experiences, we're in a state of spiritual infancy. It's only when we desire complete union with God, he writes, that it is necessary we enter into a period of time in which our senses are darkened, our intellect is clouded, and our will dies to itself. During this time, we may feel lost, alone, and completely mystified as to what direction we are taking or supposed to take in our life. We pray and God remains silent. We long to feel God's love and affection and are met with a seemingly cold, sterile void. We feel lost and cannot comprehend this feeling of unknowing or isolation and face the temptation to abandon our faith, to conclude that God does not exist, or if God does in fact exist, God is neither merciful nor loving. This is where Pope Benedict, played by Hopkins, finds himself. His soul has been plunged into this terrifying place of spiritual abandonment of darkness, and he cannot deny his longing for God and the memory of walking clearly with God and in God's grace. He is confused. His intellect is darkened. All of his book knowledge and theological understanding have vanished and are instead replaced with disillusionment and unknowing. He's in the dark night of the soul. 
Have you ever shared these feelings? Maybe you have in the past. Maybe you are now. If you haven't and are continuing along your faith journey, you likely will. But in the darkness, most of us believe that all darkness is bad. Instead, St. John of the Cross introduces us to what he calls the gift of a holy darkness, one that is bestowed by God upon people as they deepen their faith journeys, one that strengthens our resolve to believe even when we cannot see anything beyond the dark night of the soul. It is in this time that God specifically darkens our will, intellect, and senses in order to test the authenticity of our faith and our love for God. Just as winter as a season is actually a time when life is restored and renewed, so it is with this time of darkness we may be experiencing. There's no way to estimate how long a soul will remain in the dark night, but the key to withstanding this painful and difficult time is to remain faithful to God and learn to love God for who God is rather than for what God does for us. We learn to love God because God deserves to be loved, and this understanding comes from the awareness of the extent of God's grace and infinite love for us. Returning to the movie, the two popes have a conversation, a disagreement as to God's unchanging nature. Hopkins' character maintains God is always the same, never changing. Price's character asserts that God is not unchanging, not static, but moves through time as faith does. In other words, God responds to us as we respond to God. Nothing is static in nature or the universe, not even God, says Bergoglio. God does not change. How do we find him if he's always moving, replies Benedict in some frustration. Through the journey, Bergoglio answers. Spiritual life, just like our physical lives, is a journey. We move from infancy to childhood to young adulthood. And then as we commit to deepen our faith, we move into a greater understanding and we become mature in our faith and in our love for God. Whether we feel God or not, God is present with us in and through the journey. The key is to keep moving. St. John reminds us that we can be happy in the night if we just remember and hold on to God's love. And he says, we need to remember that in the evening of life, we shall be judged on our love. God bless.